0: Ramble. Did you talk about Miles' wedding? Yeah, oh, sure yeah. oh, we did. Oh, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Did They're you talk t- about how awesome Miles' parents are? No, no, no we did not I we think didn't. I spoke to each did of we, them for they at, were at, very least, nice, at sure. least forty-five minutes. I saw, yeah, yeah. We got into very intense conversations about. Life and education and yeah, they're
1: teachers. Oh, they yeah. used to be. They retired. They were cool. I was like, wow, these are some, wow. some cool ass white well, parents. Keith and I were ruining Miles's wedding. <laughs> and he was just charming You're, the pants off his parents. After charming. that, I was charming lots of individuals.
2: You
3: also spent some time with my parents.
1: So I did. Well, I think Damn. we ruined it because we were so charming. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
3: Miles, your your father has a ponytail. Oh, he's a ponytail, and yeah, that's okay. like, he's he's so, so tall.
1: Pony. That's well,
3: we used cool to have it, a pony, but it got struck by lightning. <laughs>
2: what? Yeah. Did it survive? It did, it did not survive. <laughs> did it survive. become a magical it pony? It Did not make. Nah, that I bet would that be, was traumatic.
3: That was, that was the cartoon. Was oh, it, why, uh, would you,
2: why would you uh, tell us that? Was was it <laughs> secretly, you know a unicorn. How much I like
3: ponies. I feel like I've told you the story before. It got struck by lightning. There was a storm. Lightning struck the tree. Went down the tree and up the root. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're joined by Eugene Liang. Wait, no, no, come back. <laughs> It, it went that, up
1: the root to so the yeah, pony. It went down the tree, yeah. up the root, and then caught the pony by the hoof. Yeah, on the oh, pony was no. standing oh, he, root. Did he have no. horseshoes? Yeah, uh I, I don't
3: know. I think would, so. Yeah. What's well, the worst place Metal to stand? Is any, a, any uh, sort of tree under, or, under or. a tree? Yeah. It's got, oh, that's right. a so crazy because normally
2: yeah. lightning's just trying to get to the ground. Yeah, it's not trying to come back up on top. It just wants to go back to the earth for some reason. We got the entirety of the tree. What was the 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 pony's name?
3: Uh, Well, we had two. We had a horse and a pony. Mm -hmm. Chance and flowers. Flowers died. It was flowers, not chance. (laughs) No. Chance Um, Chance was also alive. He risked it. it. He risked it. Get struck by lightning. You gotta risk it to get the
2: sea biscuit. When lightning hits the ground, does Mm -hmm. it keep going? Because where's it go? I imagine the charge diffuses
1: out throughout the ground. Does it hurt the surrounding? Dirt? Probably a little bit. Yeah, And if Does you're it hurt the on dirt, it, yeah. But I don't know if dirt can get hurt, hurt by negative or positive charges as much as people that have water in their bodies what can. What about all the snails in the ground in the world oh, They definitely you got they, get yeah, fried? They, they probably Pride,
0: get fried, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. They
2: probably get, like,
0: fucked. <laughs> <laughs> get fucked well, R.I.P. flowers. Yeah. I would have told Star you flowers. that that's mm-hmm. how unicorns are made and that he's flying in the sky now.
3: That is a good story.
1: I mean, yeah. if it were a metal... A pole on his nose—that would have really been dangerous. As <laughs> a, unicorn, had a unicorn, horn? if he had a metal pole for a unicorn, or just a metal pole, a a metal pole in his nose. Yeah,
0: unicorns are basically lightning rods. They basically are. Or like, yeah.
1: I know they're made out of horn, but probably some of them have like Mm-mm. metallic. Traces. Oh, there's definitely no. A magic. No, metal. they're
0: made out of magic. Made out of. Magic. Oh, well, there's probably well, something magic radioactive is very in there. <laughs> conductive. Conductive.
2: <laughs> yeah, That's true. Mm-hmm. You ever seen a magic wand? Sparks are always flying. They out used of to thing.
0: think <laughs> electricity was magic.
2: Yeah, it did. it yeah. kind of yeah. is. Well, I kind In of still think that it sometimes. Is. Yeah.
3: Yes. Batteries? What the fuck's up with that?
2: <laughs> right? I do think about that all the time. Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean it's running out of energy? Where's it going?
3: Nothing's coming out of that thing. Stored it's chemical not like it's energy. Full of juice.
2: What kind of juice is yeah. this?
3: Where's it go? Anyway, your parents are cool, Miles. Yeah, they're nice. Yeah. I like them. They're good people. No, I'm, I'm calling them cool. They're cool? Yeah.
1: You, yeah, my dad you is have, cool dad. He's ever been to a, a dinosaur museum? Oh, my God, they, yeah. they 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 feel magical. Yeah. It's oh, like, dinosaurs. am I at a, a, a set of Lord of the Rings? No, this is real life. I mean, no mm-hmm. wonder they thought dragons were real.
2: Yeah. They would just find big-ass skulls yeah. and be yeah. like, well, yeah. this is scary. They must still be here. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, mm-hmm. a lot of times <laughs> they used to think, because I randomly do research on m- mythical beasts. Of course. They would assume a beast like uh biblical ones uh, like behemoth or something Mm -hmm. it was actually just like a hippo but they would blow it out of proportion and say this gargantuan creature yeah
2: um but it was just like i don't know miles's pony Mm -hmm. (laughs) right (laughs) miles's electrified if you assemble a horse set of skeleton bones wrong you can make Freaky
1: looking monster. Or even, you even if you see, <laughs> a, you, make a freak. you see a hippo in the wild, it's a little dark. There's a little misty haze. You just or you get What's scared. That? How, how are you going to tell that? Well, story? there's the huge if movement. you don't know the word hippo, looks like a, you're going to say it's a giant beast. That yeah. was a water beast. In the water, yeah. But if
0: you think about it, there's a huge movement in paleontology where if you look at the skeleton of a hippo mm-hmm. and then you look at an actual hippo, he has so much chonk uh-huh. and, yeah. and floof around it like uh-huh. owls yeah. that why would, uh, a, a T Rex, for instance, actually looks so close to its skeleton. What if they were adorable chonks? What if they had
1: badonkadons? Wow.
0: Yeah, T Rex. They could have just been rolling around. <laughs> they could just, just covered in
2: like three feet of fat in every direction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that.
0: <laughs> just chubby little dinosaurs running around. Wow. Yeah. Then they, used- they
2: would have to eat even more. Mm-hmm. There used to be giant bears. They're, they were like <laughs> yeah. two or three times the size. That's horrifying. so. I assume those were also the mm. bears. Are like. Floofy, fat, cuddly. Yeah. So he must have been floofy, fat, cuddly, scary.
3: Have you seen those videos in Russia where they just are like silly bear and the bears just partying with them?
1: Yeah. I don't know what Russia's doing to their bears. Those Russian bears. (laughs) Did I tell you guys I made the mistake of telling my three year old that the dinosaurs died from a comet? (laughs) Did he get upset? (laughs) Like, once I was in, I had to really explain the whole thing (laughs) of like, yeah, like. There was ash that blocked out the sun, and then it killed all the plants, and then they had Jesus. nothing to eat. And that he was, was like, true. oh, yeah. Then he was telling other people, like, yeah, <laughs> well, let's see what happened was there was a big comet, and then the dinosaurs didn't have anything to eat, and they all died. And I, I don't know if I felt proud, but so, I did feel... yeah accurate. He's got some cocktail party conversation. Yeah, right? Hey you guys, you hear
2: the dinosaur's died, Anyway, right?
0: I I appreciate mm-hmm. the 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 education. Yeah. I usually think yeah. that that starts hitting around mm-hmm. second or third grade when you're that one kid in the yeah, class who says, "Actually, actually, Santa can't fit down chimneys. Mm-hmm. What about the houses without chimneys?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, he slides
2: in. Them. Yeah. He goes through it's the like a hot water heater <laughs> <laughs> comes out the shower head.
3: I think it'd be funny if I still believed in Santa. Um, Me too. No, nah, there's a cutoff age for that for sure. You think it
0: gets sad? I think it gets really sad. Yeah. Our
2: Christmas movies always end with like Santa being real and like two of the parents being like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really would love this to be a sequel to a Christmas yeah. movie so oh, we can shit. deal with the reality. <laughs> oh,
1: fuck. It just fuck. turns into a beautiful mind where they're like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> now what, what else real. is
1: real? What else is real? Everything I know is a lie. <laughs> Their
2: marriage is like over. They're like, we can't do this anymore.
0: Yeah. You should start the movie at the end of children's Christmas movies with making like an adult thriller. They're just falling (laughs)
3: apart. That's so funny. Santa's real. Well, if you're listening in uh, for the first time in a long time, then nothing's changed. But Eugene, you're back in the stew (laughs) and we haven't even mentioned it yet.
2: Surprise bitches. Eugene's
3: back, baby. We got biscuits. We got
2: biscuits. Well, we have biscuits. I'm eating the The whole biscuit. biscuit. Mm -hmm. I kept drinking it by chunks to let other people have some biscuit, but nobody did, so I just finished the biscuit. But Eugene is
1: here. (laughs) Yeah. What's up, Eugene? What is not up? Mm. How's the last couple months been since since we caught up with you i feel like this i feel like i'm on a daytime talk show and carrie underwood is here and i'm like it's our new segment catching up with carrie why am i carrie underwood i i just feel like she's like (laughs) stock you know daytime talk show also i saw a segment one time Mm. that was literally called catching up with carrie and it was carrie underwood and i was Mm. like is this what celebrities just do they go on talk shows and just talk about their lives. I guess
0: so. Well, why don't we make it a talk show segment then?
2: All
1: right. Mm-hmm. All right. So you you
0: three are the the view hosts yeah. mm-hmm. minus the terrible
2: one. I'm yeah. cap- going <laughs> <I'll> be controversial. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, uh, Conversation match, Miles, no. so wait, do you want to be the terrible one that they always have that's I mean, yelling as the long contrary as things? Cuts
2: episodes, like, parts of this episode out of context, yes. <laughs> that's true.
0: All right. And Miles, you're the central host. So take uh, it away. All
3: right. Well, uh, that is just uh, about going to do it from our <laughs> remote producer in the kitchen. But uh, we have a very special guest here. Uh,
2: Sort of special
3: being the key word. mm
1: -hmm. Oh my god! Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, know, I I think it it is really special, you know, it is really special that they're here, um, Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm really looking forward to catching up.
3: Absolutely. Uh, You know him from Try Guy, and he's spooky, he's fantastic, he's fabulous. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Carrie Underwood. (laughs) Carrie Underwood. (laughs) Yes, hey, hey, what's (laughs) up, uh, the... Chat Chatterboxes. Mm-hmm. That's the name of the show. Yeah, the
1: Chatterboxes. Yeah.
0: Um, <clears throat> and Keith, tell me again, what was your claim to fame to be a host on this?
2: Killed horses until <laughs> I was fifteen. I killed the most horses of any fifteen-year-old. Oh my god! Oh, wow, <laughs> that's
0: horrible. And that and, got you this job? Yeah. yeah. He,
2: has, he has eight million Facebook followers. I did some. I made some books after that, but I think it really started with the horses. Yeah, the assassination. Of mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because
1: romance novels.
2: (laughs) I I, I made all my money on romance novels, but I killed a lot of horses before that. I like to think that's why I got famous. Mm. I only sold the book because people knew me as the horse killing author.
3: (laughs) The horse killing gal. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Well, Eugene, you've been on the channel a little bit, but you haven't been on the podcast in about six months.
2: No.
0: Mm. And I am very excited and honestly, like, a little nervous to Mm. announce several things here Uh. for the Chatterboxes. And explosive. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh what I should clarify up top and share this far and wide, mm-hmm. ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between, I'm not leaving the try, guys. Let's just make that clear. <laughs> Let's make that explicitly clear. I think I think that um I want to take the time to explain what I am doing and will forever be working on. Mm-hmm. But also just lay down a little bit of some hard truths, Mm. which is uh, Try Guys, I will not leave. I am also working currently on many, many projects that started well before the Try Guys. Mm -hmm. I think what people don't recognize is that they only see one side of, say, a public-facing personality or group, and most people associate groups with younger, teenage pop
3: stars yeah.
0: who, of course, when you're 20 and you get an opportunity that's new, something happens where someone leaves. It's a very like tried and true storyline in media and entertainment. That's not what we do here at the Try Guys. Mm -hmm. Um, I started the Try Guys with y'all when I was like almost 30. Mm -hmm. So I already had many, many years where I was already working on the products that I'm currently working on. So in fact, people thinking that working on something else is in some way a signifier of this is now when I leave the mm-hmm. Try Guys, I already had added the Try Guys into and on <laughs> top of the work I was already doing. Mm-hmm. So I just never really talked about it. I think that's kind of the detriment uh, that was probably my upbringing is, you know, my dad and mom always said, uh, never never say things that you are doing unless it's, it's done. Mm-hmm. You know, they said that you you can always talk the talk, but you have to walk the walk. So, you know, I I have been notoriously private about a lot of what I've been you know developing just because whether it was working for a company where we were worried about, say, them using or taking the IP uh, versus, you know, just not wanting to say that I'm just writing something and then not having it come to fruition. Right. Because
2: what if you're a failure?
0: Exactly. That's exactly what my, <laughs>
4: yeah. that's yeah. exactly what my parents would say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. no. Oh yeah. No, that's,
0: but interestingly enough, that's, that's, that that's, that's what I have. My, yeah, my, my dad always said like, uh, there's always someone out there who might work harder than you or mm-hmm. succeed faster than you. Oh. And you just have to put your head down and you got to work until you have something that you can show for it. So this year it just so happened that many of my projects came to a place of fruition mm-hmm. in which they demanded most of my time. Um, and those that I can tell you now, which is very <gasps> exciting, oh.
1: Oh. uh,
0: as some people have probably already guessed, uh, one is my first feature film,
2: wow. mm-hmm.
0: which has been, you know, primarily my dream and my aspirations and my education have been built towards writing and directing. And mm-hmm. so, uh, I, can say that I have been developing uh, with a production company called Killer Films, which mm-hmm. is- Who is that? Well, it's extremely, <laughs> extremely exciting because they are, if anything, a powerhouse in the independent production company world. They are, in fact, cited for a lot of the queer cinema movement. Mm-hmm. And so they produced films like Hedwig and the Angry Inch, ah. Boys Don't Cry, Ooh. Far From Heaven, ah. <laughs> the one and only Carol. Ah!
1: <laughs> wow!
0: So I'm, I'm uh really humbled and blessed to be able to have this opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, while that's happening at the same time this year, it wasn't just me taking time off to work on the screenplay. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also been writing my first novel, which is another uh, horse entirely. Mm. Uh, if anyone out there is. I know
2: about that. You do Yeah, baby. Oh yeah, you he knows. So he you knows what I'm talking Can't about. Can't kill them until they're full grown. That's the rule. That's right. But um, that's uh, your lightning. It's <laughs>
0: yeah. horrible. That's your lightning. Fic- fiction writing is is comes with a whole different uh, set of demands. Mm-hmm. So that has been taking a lot of my time. Right. Up. You
1: have to write like a lot of it before you even. Go out to market with mm-hmm. it. quite a lot, yeah. yeah. Some I, people write even the whole novel. Yeah, if you're not damn. as well known. I think Eugene can get away with writing like but less se- several <laughs> chapters still. Well,
0: I've been writing it already now for two and a half years. Yeah. <gasps>
3: Now Whoa. I feel like the writer's lifestyle, typewriter, cold hard cup of coffee. Mm. Yeah, in like a dimly lit cold? room would suit you very well. Cold? Mm. I do cold? enjoy that. Coffee? Well, I meant like a hard, like cold as in like the it's, energy of it but it is a hot cup of coffee. It's a hot yeah. cup of coffee, but, but it's, it's like no sugar. Yeah. It's like yeah. Harsh. It's no, harsh.
0: I've been glued to my <laughs> computer for the past year, yeah. which has been um you know really fulfilling. I I I thrive off of very high effort style projects. Mm-hmm. Um, even though you might not see it the next day, like we have the, uh, the, the opportunity to do on digital, I mm-hmm. am very, you know, committed to these stories. And the third thing I also do right now is that we, I sold a graphic novel, so I'm also writing that. So
3: cool. That's yeah, that, so that is cool. I sense.
0: can't tell you more about them right now yeah. because of the contracts, but, um, those are three major things that have been happening that are continuing to happen. Mm-hmm. And, You know, I think it's a good time to also express, uh, you know, some, some lessons I've learned and things that I hope the audience can take from this, which is especially for people who are, you know, striving in those areas as writers or as artists. Um, none of these came easy, you Mm -hmm. know, all of these projects, I started in some way as a story over 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. And you all have that project you're sitting on since you're like 20, you know, that you want to do. And even with my, I guess, you know, notoriety online, most of the doors I knocked on and the pitches I had to go into for the past 10 years, I still had doors shut on me mm. because it's
1: a, it's an uphill battle, mm. you know, even though I'm sure that's an inspiring to the audience, even if you have millions of followers, you know, but that's, that's true. No, I mean, it is. It is the truth. Yeah. It is the the truth. Truth. So keep yeah.
0: I think we're so used to seeing, especially for young people these days, they see some digital creators who get, so so famous that things are in some ways handed to them and it really isn't the case like still people will appraise what i do without knowing me mm-hmm. and they'll say it's too weird it's too left of center it's too bizarre which now i am just like fuck it that's that's me i'm just gonna keep running with it mm-hmm. but you know pitching your identity your unique stories is yeah it's a tough process and it certainly is something that um I am very happy that things are finally coming together at age 35 that I have the opportunity starting to open up, but that took, you know, Keith can probably say the same about his improv and, and musical comedy career. Like it takes the nights to work. it. It takes the, the, the time after the job to, to really put in the work. And that's something I think everyone can, can relate to and hopefully know that eventually opportunities will open up. But even for me, it was, it's been really difficult. And I think, mm-hmm. um, especially in worlds like fiction and traditional TV and film, like w- what they will look at in the end is the story and they'll look at your your vision, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Coming back to it then, Dry um, Guys will always be a part of my work. I think it's just that this was a moment where the sheer magnitude of opportunity I have I just have to tackle it. Mm -hmm. And so while I won't be back on the channel in a permanent sense, as some might want, as in in every video or tripod, um, I'm going to continue to try to come back as much as possible in whatever free time I have. And of course, to honor large series and, you know, fun things whenever we want to just hang out. And hopefully I'll come back more to the tripod as well. Yeah. Yeah, because I think that if I have, if I can find the free time, I want to make sure that I still honor One of my best relationships, which is with everyone listening, which is our audience. Because the big thing was is that, you know, these are I I keep reiterating, like these are passions of mine that have never died. And the only reason they were kind of put to the side or on the back burner over past seven years, is because I actually love working with the Try Guys Mm -hmm. and I really love our audience. There's really no other reason. If I didn't like that my (laughs) friends, I would have never started a company with them, you Mm -hmm. you know? So I just kind of want people to know I might not be in every video, but I'm there in spirit and I hope that it's a really wonderful opportunity for us to, uh, you know, make good on a lot of things we've talked about, which is try to platform more diverse voices and Mm -hmm. have different, you know, people that are amazing, get their stars risen like miles over here. So we can, you know, introduce the world to people who are just like at the very least good to their core and ready to try something new. So yeah, I think it's exciting for everyone all around.
3: As a, a person who, like, when you were a little boy, you dreamed of writing, I'm sure, writing novels, writing graphic novels, making movies, Yeah. do you have a little bit of that thing that now, like, the things that you started working on so long ago as a little kid, and you're like, oh, that tiny, like, piece of what I wanted to do is now coming to fruition? Dude,
0: it's so weird, yeah. <laughs> because so much of it, well, some of these things are semi-autobiographical, and of mm-hmm. course, everything I do is both very Asian American and very, very, very queer, Mm -hmm. but the, uh, especially in the fictional universe and like fiction writing, um, I can't tell you what it is, unfortunately, but there is uh, a lot of wonderful ideas that were probably planted when I was extremely young, like middle school, high school Mm -hmm. that make it into even a story over 20 years later it's really bizarre. Yeah. Like I, I that's why I think that even if you have um, you know, you think that everything is is shit that you do when you're eight and then when you're 18 and then when you're in college or whatever you're doing in your, your day job, mm-hmm. those things matter. They build blocks towards <laughs> what eventually will hopefully be that Olympus that is the first like major piece of writing or literature or film or media that you, you publish. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of wonderful. It's weird how I think a lot of it is becoming so, and this is, this is kind of like a bottom line too, because I didn't want to make people feel like, Oh God, he's where he is and he still gets doors closed on him. That's just the industry. And I'm still like a gay Asian man running around with a crazy idea. It's not like people are like, let's hand him something. Um, it's the feeling of, uh, being able to walk into those situations with the utmost confidence in your story. Mm -hmm. And that's what, I also feel like I lacked and I think a lot of people who are really young don't necessarily lack don't necessarily have yet the full grasp of every angle of the story because mm-hmm. they're still living it. So I'm, I'm just very happy to be in a place where I can kind of walk into any room and say this is exactly what I want from A to Z mm-hmm. in this film or in this novel and y'all can take it or leave it.
1: <laughs> yeah! Cl- <laughs> yeah! No clapping necessary. <laughs> I think that's inspiring to a lot of yeah. artists out there because yeah. it's it's really tough to to do creative projects like that, especially bigger things, and to try and understand how you might even break in. But developing developing that sense of confidence in yourself and your story, so that you can you know walk into these rooms and sell it to people wholeheartedly I think is is really awesome um so yeah that's that's our plan is Eugene will be dropping in on the tripod intermittently and then uh we'll be block shooting some of our major series together and uh, videos throughout. You may have noticed that I'm sorry. Not so every. by <laughs> <Keith> eating. <laughs> he just put his whole hand in his mouth. How
0: Making do y'all do podcast? How do y'all do podcast while y'all are eating? We <laughs> never <laughs> have food.
3: I'm so
1: excited. <laughs> we, don't yeah, we don't always. We We got a big day today. <laughs>
3: well, we had donuts. Sometimes oh, these yeah. are flaky
1: foods. Uh, it's
2: just hard
3: to <laughs> eat. Yeah. Yeah. It's really falling apart. And I I'm was
0: so to sorry to interrupt. Nick well, yeah, what was I You were saying something really wonderful. be
1: here. You know. Kind of intermittently, um, we like not every video has the four of us in it, <laughs> it anymore. Anyways, we, we do some solo Keith projects, uh-huh. on the Net, whatever, um, but we're going to be testing out new faces mm-hmm. on the channel at Try Team, as you've already seen, um, and we'll make an effort to to have you know these hero videos and hero series with the four of us, so that it's exactly what you know and love. And mm-hmm. uh, an exciting thing that we can announce is. And uh, in, in uh, on November what twenty something, basically this November we have without a recipe mm-hmm. coming back holiday Woo. series. Oh yeah, howdy! All yeah. four of us making crazy things, uh, and it'll be very very exciting. Mm-hmm. We also are filming a, a bunch of videos today, so um,
2: just gotta eat to be ready for it. Yeah, got <laughs> yeah. Eight a.m. to eight p.m. day today. Oh, hot. That's, mm-hmm. day. That's right, big day.
3: We
0: did. And I think it'd be helpful for me to be uh, from now on more transparent with the audience yeah. because now that I've reached a certain point where I can talk more about these things, hopefully that'll be helpful. I don't, we don't want to make yeah. it amorphous or mysterious. Yeah. Cause if you know, if I'm off literally in production for a film, then just know that doesn't mean I won't be back. In fact, mm-hmm. I would love to take a break and come back and hang out with everyone. Yeah. But it's uh, yeah, I think that's just the reality of, of what, life and work is and and sometimes you won't always see your best friend, but your best true. friend is never really gone. Mm-hmm. You know, that's right.
2: Cause they were never really there <laughs> <think>. <laughs> because I <laughs> well, was I a <laughs> <is> like,
1: <"Ooh." laughs> ginga, ginga, ginga. We've been We've been having this way of working where we just kind of are, are shooting like every couple of days and we're all like in the office all the time. And I think we're going to be moving towards, especially as we are each getting more busy, you know, where we have different professional conflicts where we'll we'll take like 2 or 3 weeks to shoot a lot and then take a month where we aren't shooting as much, mm-hmm. right? Cuz it's just I don't think we're we're going to have that ability to just be getting videos every once in a while. So but if we have if we shoot like 10 videos in a week mm-hmm. or 20 videos mm-hmm. in 2 weeks, like that's a lot of content. That's a lot of content, lot of content, lot of content. baby. There's a lot of horses. Yeah.
3: And we can start a new segment where we just FaceTime you and see if you pick up on the podcast. <laughs> too busy. Too busy today. What's the last sentence you wrote? Maybe sometimes he'll be pooping and then he can kind of pick up.
0: Um, I usually respond to texts <laughs> Okay, yeah. FaceTimes and calls make me nervous. Not just yeah, surprise I that. FaceTimes.
2: I get that. There's nothing more intense. Then surprise FaceTime from someone you haven't spoken to in three months. Like, I love it. Why is this happening to me? I love I'm it. That's not... like
3: running into them at the grocery store.
2: Uh huh. That's <laughs> like running into them in your bathroom. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: And you're like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" <laughs> Get out of my bathroom.
1: What's the writing project that you found like the most surprising, the most difficult, and the most fun?
0: Oh, okay. So I have to say, hands hands down, um, the novel. Yeah. Across the board, because, you know, I. I studied screenplay screenwriting, which right. actually, if you if you are interested in screenwriting, there's actually a very specific format you write in. Mm-hmm. You can't go on oh, to flights right. into flights of fancy. There's no like necessary like internal explanations of of characters, you know, when they're sure. doing any sort of um, your character building is essentially a very show. Don't tell. Mm-hmm. And um, it's the opposite and a open world for for fiction.
1: You could just dive off into
0: their own thoughts and emotions for. Five exactly. Paragraphs. And then you also are
1: establishing
0: both your writer's style and then on top of that, whatever genre you're writing in mm-hmm. has its own set of demands. So um, it's been extremely fulfilling, though. I will tell you that it's just been essential, like hours upon hours upon hours of researching and mm-hmm. mulling over just like one tiny little thing that will then expand into a million different wow. branches. And that's been really wonderful from a creative perspective. But again, it's like, I think something like writing a a fiction novel is one of the most prime examples of like high effort, Mm -hmm. small reward. Mm -hmm. is it like what
1: they say where you write like five times as much as you actually use. Oh yeah, exactly. (laughs) I have like
0: maybe thousands of pages now of just things I've been jotting down that probably won't ever make it in. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's been I like operating that way. I don't think mm-hmm. everyone wants to do that mm-hmm. if in an artistic sense. It's, uh. it's like, it's not very great for, uh, for general time management, <laughs> but it is part of the process I think of, of writing, um, stories. Mm-hmm. And so the freeing, the freeing aspect of that is really, really cool and fulfilling. I think if anyone's ever just like trying to get in touch with themselves as a writer, then writing in the fiction space is really cool. Just to, to, to be seeing like exactly what you, would put on the page if you were given like complete freedom to do what mm-hmm. you like. Um Obviously I really love writing film and TV, but that, that does have structures
1: that you have to follow. Yeah. So, and yeah. you're also writing with some, I mean, everyone would love to write a blue sky, $500 billion budget movie, but like, there's this dance you're doing between what you're putting on paper yeah. right. and mm-hmm. the dollars that you know it's going to cost on screen. And like, you know, you might get asked to do a rewrite that takes out this uh, plane <laughs> driving into a hangar, uh-huh. to, you know. Right.
2: Like, we can't afford that. Could a nice <laughs> car drive into a garage? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, an in, it's
0: an interesting uh, <clears throat> conundrum that especially affects film like uh, yeah. you watch those um how how this movie was how these movies were made uh-huh. you see, hear the story of say back to the future mm-hmm. the iconic uh scene in front of town hall with the clock and mm-hmm. the lighting that originally in the script was a nuclear test site
3: mm.
0: oh yeah. wow yeah but movies then they they said um out. hey we don't have the budget for that yeah, yeah. so they said oh, fuck well I guess we'll do something clever here <laughs> on the set we have. And it turned out to be the one of the most iconic scenes in movie yeah. history. And you can yeah.
3: go in universal studios. Yeah. Go by. Yeah. Yeah. The clock There's time.
0: something wonderful about like the constraints that, yeah, that the commerce side of art does provide. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of about that is totally shitty and, I hate dealing with, but some of those budgetary constraints end up
1: leading to to more brilliance, which <laughs> is cool. True. We love your personal story about being gay and Asian, but we were thinking maybe setting it in a midwestern town with white people. Keith, are you going
3: to take a pooper? Thoughts? I need a tissue. Why are there no tissues? Oh, in there's a disinfectant wipe. I, I can't
2: blow my nose with
3: that. Okay, go.
1: Cool. Uh, here's a question: <laughs> you suggesting that he blows his nose with a disinfectant. It's right? gonna
3: kill the. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Save it really for hurt. the advice. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Here's a question. And I've always wondered, mm-hmm. you're writing this thing. i yeah. a billion pages at this point. Yeah. Microsoft Word or Google Docs or
1: what? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, Microsoft Word. Microsoft Word. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you, but so there's you can specific. track changes or, or The hard not.
0: thing about the publishing world is the, um, there's like the spacing rule. Yeah, so yeah. everything is also like spaced out. Mm-hmm. I have always had the, um, the issue of overwriting, which mm. is good in, in literature, but the going from one point space to two or 1.5 at least is like really throws me off just because what is two pages becomes four pages. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I just had to like alter that They want
1: everything in double space. Mm -hmm. Oh wow.
0: Or 1.5 at least depending on the doc. So that sounds like a
1: good high school project. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Courier new. I know, right? Yeah. Just like size 12 and a half font. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. But I think for sure, anything more traditional or conventional in this space. I don't think anyone's writing a novel in Google Doc unless. <laughs>
3: there's well, yeah, like, that's a good point. I no. just no. I was just no. like, I only
0: use Google. I don't even use Google. There's Word some like before. notes functions that are very yeah. akin to what Google Doc adapted in Microsoft Word mm-hmm. that I've only discovered through this process that yeah. the editor will bring back and be like, oh, this, this, this. And Wait, like, what oh, software do wow, really you say cool. you're writing in? Word. Hmm? still exists?
2: Our... <laughs> yeah, Word still exists. I love oh, Microsoft yeah. Word. We used
1: it for our book book. I
3: mean, I like it. I think Google Docs is cleaner, but I get that Word is more functional. Probably. Also, boring conversation. We got to move on. No, Uh, no, no. Hold on. And also, um,
0: (laughs) the standard is still Times New Roman. Really? Yeah. No, no Calibri.
2: happening. Yeah.
1: Serifs are out of control. I think it's time for a new Roman. Uh huh. (laughs) Times New Age Roman.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! Yeah! Just Yo. think
1: if the Romans conquered America oh. it, it, it wouldn't be New York? Would <laughs> well, be do you New think gotten here. <laughs> uh, I had a harrowing weekend you guys. Okay. We, so we we were filming one of our biggest projects. Let me hold on let me. Right before you get into yeah, it, you, let me just grab we, a pastry. Just grab a Oh pastry. my god. They- <laughs> Keith Keith is going to eat all the pastries. I
2: worked out yesterday. Now I'm hungry.
1: (laughs) Okay. We filmed our first travel job in two years. Mm -hmm. We had this opportunity to go up to a professional diving facility in San Francisco. Jump off the tallest high dive in California. Uh, It's like a 10 Mm. meter platform, which is 33 feet. And we were going to train in a facility with like you know trampolines and bungee cords mm-hmm. where you can actually learn how to flip and rotate your body and we were gonna do actual flips off of a giant high dive yeah wow uh we i it was gonna be me and zach and then zach wasn't available mm-hmm. keith was out of town eugene mm-hmm. was riding so then it was just me <laughs> it was me and michelle Carey and ryan garcia and it was gonna be this cool group mm-hmm. of thrill seekers yeah Just out here trying to do this thing. But it was like a big deal, production wise, right? Mm -hmm. We like drones. drones. Yeah, we had drones. Our (laughs) PA drove a van all the way up full of gear. Mm -hmm. You know, we fly like 10 people out, staying in a hotel, like up, you know, huge, huge production. A lot of moving parts. And Rachel had been working on it for months. Mm -hmm. Anyways, um, we get to the point where we're shooting. I am like in my bathing suit, I'm getting myself psyched up. Keith is mashing down on
4: this. (laughs) Why are they here if I'm not going to eat them?
2: Excuse me. Interruption. Sorry, Ned. That's all right. Why are there pastries if I'm not supposed to eat them? Uh, I just
0: love watching covert eating and like really (laughs) sensitive mics. He's just trying to
2: be very. I have to keep the mic close in case I need to add
1: on to the story. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Sorry, continue. We met our our diver expert, Uh, he was awesome. He, we, was, we were gonna get ready to you know we're seeing people jump off these platforms and like ugh and right as I'm about to go on for my first interview it's like we've we've traveled the day before everyone's all ready all the cameras are on Rachel comes up to me and she says hey can you turn off your mic for a second and that is usually code for <laughs> I have to tell you something very serious so serious in fact that I don't want the sound mixer to hear it <laughs> yeah, like, and i'm like what could this possibly be <laughs> oh god also I, i'm unfamiliar with this style of mic pack it's gonna take me a sec to figure out how to turn it off so i figured out and right as we we're about to go rachel says hey one of our team members tested positive for covid what do you want to do and i'm like Oh my God! Here I'm in my bathing suit, poolside, <laughs> oh. having to suddenly make a massive decision that's going to like have a lot of ripples. Where we, you know, we've like gotten all these people to San Francisco, but and there's like a lot of uncertainty about COVID. Like, what does it mean? So we, like, we identified oh. like who were close contacts. And it is actually like a lot of our crew. And for background, on our sets, all crew is masked the whole yeah, time. all crew is masked oh, the yeah. whole and time. And talent is only our entire company is vaccinated. And tested before big shoots. Right. Tested yeah. before Even big when we shirts. work in the
2: office, everyone works distanced now. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the time wears masks, I would say,
1: unless they're fully mm-hmm. distanced yeah. away, you know. Yeah. So despite all that, we had a breakthrough positive case. And now all of a sudden, what do we do? We're in the middle of this thing. Do we just do we cancel the shoot? Do we try and get <laughs> like negative tests? If we try and get negative tests, they'll they won't come back until the day is basically over. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what what do we do? Are we supposed to like <laughs> like pull out the people who are close contacts? Well, that's three quarters of the crew. How how are we gonna <laughs> do that without it? Um, and even though it is potentially could have been possible for us to rush tests and then keep filming a little bit the way that Mm -hmm. the the uh, day was structured the dangerous stuff is what we were going to be doing the next day Mm -hmm. but we needed to have the training on the bungee cords and the trampolines in order to do the dangerous stuff so even (laughs) though we could have gotten a bunch of tests and if it all comes back negative we keep proceeding and do the dangerous stuff the next day Mm -hmm. then it would be dangerous yeah Yeah, right (laughs) right. for a different reason (laughs) so i made the difficult decision to cancel the whole shoot but the right decision
3: you pulled the crank that said stop on a giant yeah yeah
1: Yeah. it it
2: was really disappointing you were spider-man and it felt awful grabbing all the buildings and stopping that l
1: train saying no (laughs) no i gotta save the train somebody
3: make that meme ned (laughs) (laughs) spider-man
1: Everyone <laughs> packed up their equipment, separated. Mm-hmm. We got tests for everyone. Wait, ate tender greens in their own <laughs> hotel room. <laughs> um, it was really sad, and um, and it turns out it was the right decision because. Everyone was negative, except for one person, yeah, yeah, who was positive, mm-hmm. so that means there was a little bit of a spread mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. that one person to the second person, yeah. right. and if we had kept shooting, it would have continued to put other people at risk and These are both two people who are vaccinated, so it's it's yeah. kind of like breakthrough breakthrough cases
2: I was in Tennessee <laughs> when this went down. I also got the text as someone mm-hmm. who was in proximity in in the week mm-hmm. before, but I was at. Hilariously, a little Jewish deli in Chattanooga, mm-hmm. Tennessee, <laughs> <laughs> eating uh, a bagel Reuben. It was it was so delicious, mm. and then I got it and I was like, "Fuck!" Because <laughs> I had just done two shows, you know, and I've oh, sure. you know, and like so, I've right. just sung it to a bunch of people. So I'm like, "Okay, I got to get a test right now." We had a show that night, and if we have, if I obviously depending on how I text, we'd have to cancel the show. Yeah. So I find a rapid clinic, mm-hmm. a little minute clinic nearby, and let me tell you. I've had maybe 75, maybe even 100 COVID tests at this mm. point. Nobody has fucked my face with a <laughs> Q-tip harder <laughs> than this woman in Chattanooga. I swear, this woman has never done this before, oh. or she's trying to instill in people to never have to get a test again. Because <laughs> I left, and my nose hurt for about five hours. Whoa. Oh, like oh, she, rea- she went like... Nargh! Like, a, like oh. a drill. Like she turned her hand into a little drill. Was it and the it was brain
3: like, one where they went all deep or just exterior? It was I supposed to be a normal they one. fucked his brain out
1: the side of his skull. And they skull. just went
3: hard. Oh. I mean, it was so intense.
2: And uh, Alex Lewis was there. And I like, I, it, sorry, I went, oh, because i never. I made a noise. And Alex was like, you made a noise. I'm like, yeah, man, that fucking hurts. She just hurt me. She like hated me or something. Maybe she knew who you were. Writing yeah, all, those, all those horse yeah. killing novels. That's true. They <laughs> exactly. do love their horses in Tennessee. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, it was negative. Thank goodness we continued. They and I had the craziest Saturday ever. <laughs> the craziest Saturday because it started with us going to Chattanooga and finding a Jewish deli at all in Tennessee to me is <laughs> a miracle. Huge uh, and it was really good. And then we went and then we went to Carthage, the town that I grew up in. I took Lou Berger to see Robert to see my old house that I grew up in, wow. the woods I would play mm. in as a child. Oh. Drove them around to see the church I went to, the grocery store I went to, where the old Walmart was. Mm. All that is like a mile of town. So that was it. And then um, we went to Nashville, ate it at, a, at uh, a popular Arnold's Meat and Three. <coughs> and they gave us like one of everything. It was like an Eat the Menu shoot. We just Meat got one three? of everything. So Meat and Three is a Southern uh, tradition where it's normally a buffet-style restaurant. <laughs> or I shouldn't say buffet, but... um. Uh, a meat co- and three sides? Yeah. You oh, got it. And you
3: shouldn't bouffet. say buffet. You really should It's
2: not it. a buffet because it's, um, what do you call it? When you walk down and people serve you food. What's wrong with saying food. a buffet? I don't know. Just no, it's the kind should. where people serve you oh, food shouldn't. and you pay for only the amount of food you bought. A lunch a cafeteria style. cafeteria style. A Boston style. kitchen. cat Boston kitchen style. Mm-hmm. It's cafeteria <laughs> style and you get one protein and three sides. Now you can oh. get as many of whatever you want, right. but typically people get one protein in two to three sides. So it's called the Meat and Three. We ate a bunch of delicious Southern food, went on to do a very, very fun show that started at 10.30. It was our PM? last show of our tour, PM. So we finished That'd at midnight. Bad. And then we were like hanging out and, uh, and everybody who came to that show had to be vaccinated and tested. So that was very nice. Uh, and then we hung out with some local comics until two. But then of course it was Daylight Savings. Uh. So then we were allowed to keep Staying because those bars That's do the, the thing best. where they just stay open another hour because now it's one o'clock ha. again. So we were out until three. They like briefly locked the doors and then immediately opened them <laughs> <Yeah>. again. <laughs> and then we got home, and uh, somehow we ended up not going to bed until like five thirty in the morning. We weren't which, doing anything. Which is crazy. Was, that meant it was six thirty in the morning. <laughs> yes, it was the, the longest the life, and I never Living stay up late. Yeah, I don't know how I had the power and the strength. It was just a magical Tennessee day. Uh, wow. And I, it was also the first time I've drank more than like three or four drinks in a while. So I was, I was feeling lit. <laughs> I had some weed, <laughs> which is not legal in Tennessee, but I don't nice. care. Uh, <laughs> I had a great time.
3: That's a blast. Yeah. I haven't had a long night party like that. I guess it's my wedding. I know, right? I was, other than like, I'd say
2: your wedding yeah. was probably the
3: last party I yeah, did. Right. That's so fun. I guess that was a month ago last like month ago. ago. I love man. I love partying. <sighs> I, don't, I don't Bro. I, I'm glad I don't partying.
0: think I've been in my hometown in a really long time. Yeah,
3: you got to go. I, mean, I, I go to I go you know. to
0: Austin but I don't go to my home home. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. go yeah. yeah. cool fly?
3: Flug Hall. Flugerville. Flugerville,
0: Flugerville. Shout Flugerville. out to
3: anyone who lives in Flugerville. Well, speaking of going back home, oh Eugene, boy. because you're back in the studio. Oh shit! And you've been, you know, I've been oh, on the shit. tripod for a, you know, few months or so. Yeah. I <laughs> thought we would do a special little segment called Eugene. What does this mean? <laughs> okay. where we kind of get like your rhyme. piping hot take on pop culture that's transpired in your absence. I like hot takes. Eugene, what does this mean, J J.Lo and Benifer, they're back and Better Than Ever, thoughts? Oh, so y'all talked about these kind Great. of uh, J-Lo and Benefer. J-Lo and Benefer.
2: Sorry. J- yeah. The one and a half <clears throat> J-Lo. Benefer
0: Jaffleck. Benefer and Jafla. Uh, Good for them. Yeah. I think that if I take the celebrity context out of it, yeah. what is crazy is that they had a whirlwind romance mm-hmm. in like 2001 or something. Oh, yeah. And Long then they broke up, both had marriages and kids, yeah. and then got back together 20 years later. Wow. So if that was like your friends, yeah. I think that if I took them, the celebrity and the all the shit around mm-hmm. that, I'd be like, oh wow, that's pretty, pretty magical in a I weird agree. way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know them personally, but I think it's just
1: a cool- I'm just trying to imagine me getting together with my high school <laughs> like freshman year, not just not senior freshman yeah. year mm-hmm. girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it's not that but magical? they were but
0: they were a, like adults <laughs> when they were first together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. Right, right,
1: right, right. Hollywood
3: right, adults, right, right. though. You never know right, how old right, right. they are. But, but it it, seems, Ben Affleck seems happy.
0: I mean, like he's not, <coughs> I don't see as many Dunkin' Donuts photos Although as I like, used to.
3: I feel like the culture has really turned around on Ben Affleck. <laughs> and in a good way. The people like him now. Again. Yeah, we
1: like him now. The minute he was with J-Lo. Yeah. Just, everything changed. Yeah.
3: <clears throat> so uh, good for them.
2: Halo effect. <laughs> I have a good question
1: for, for the room. Mm-hmm. When
2: will the boat paparazzi start taking pictures of me me semi-naked on a boat? How does that photo happen? I hear you. Where are the boat paparazzi? And how do they get so many salacious photos of celebrities hanging out on boats? Probably when when people start reading about you in uh, the New York Post. I know Hmm. that'll happen to me, but I want to know how the boat paparazzi know...
1: I think they like they have to. <laughs> like, they, how, are they just cruising? The paparazzi yeah. makes money by selling photos to magazines. Well, I know that,
2: but how do they know that
1: they're going to be on a boat that day? Oh, I they, don't know. they, I, I, maybe sometime, they I know sometimes there, they call and they say, hey,
2: "I am going them. here." Yeah, come. it's
0: either stalking or the publicist will actually, you know, yeah, make yeah. It but I think if you're at the level of someone like Jennifer Lopez, they were following. People her are just sure. always following mm-hmm. you, no matter yeah. what. and mm-hmm. she, I believe the famous photo you're talking about that that she later then parodied in a music video is. Yeah. Ben kissing her booty mm-hmm. on the uh-huh. on the top of the yacht and that pretty hot as yachts go. That's probably like near the <laughs> uh. <laughs> somewhat near the shore. So a very
2: Guy long lens could probably one. capture it. Yeah. Yeah. I missed mm. that one kissing a
3: booty. I'm going to wow. be Googling that a little bit. No guys. Everyone knows this.
2: Jenny yeah, from the she, block. <laughs> the I'm like, like, miles,
1: yeah. Can you put it up on the big screen? Yeah. Let's <laughs> see the booty.
3: I will say that uh, I can maybe a try guys video as you guys leak your nudes to the paparazzi. You sure oh increase? that's already on the internet. And
2: just see yeah. if they do with anything with anything with yeah.
1: that. Let it to the original paparazzi. Or like we good make a compromise to like yeah, get the paparazzi to take like photos of us maybe. It's a good video. Yeah. Hiring paparazzi. But paparazzi, to paparazzi are no
0: longer week. really yeah. as um I mean if you think about it, not <laughs> mm-hmm. to get dark and this is actually sure. pop cultural but mm-hmm. as a as a gay mm-hmm. uh, right you know the Free Britney movement. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of that is also paparazzi centered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how terrible they were. Yeah. Like yeah. How awful they were. Bad. And so paparazzi culture overall is petering out. Hmm. Like I know one of the last vestiges of it was essentially like a lot of what went down with Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I mean we're seeing like way too many Princess Diana adaptations right now. But again, a very clear example oh, yeah. of. Do you how- think
1: that's because celebrities and influencers are? taking control of the posting like they yeah. they're giving so much content Of exactly. themselves by themselves no one There's is no, no one's private photo. anymore yeah. so yeah. like yeah. essentially
0: yeah. the the existence of Instagram you know, like what are we going to do with this what, what yeah.
1: gonna... i don't even care about this blurry photo of uh, celebrity from mm-hmm.
0: because everyone's uh, their I, own everyone's their own pr now so yeah. it's uh, a, a exclusive photos now are no longer i think paparazzi driven it's more uh, Megan and Harry had a baby who are they selling it to the Not the baby. The <laughs> I was like, Who are they selling it to? <laughs> that's a good story. But you know, that's where they make a lot
1: of the money now is just like more legit the photography. Exclusives. Right. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. All right. We got to do a rapid round on a couple of these. No, that was
1: actually a very introspective answer. That was really good. Wow. Miles, could you
3: ever
2: do like a family feud style like PowerPoint for us so we play family feud? Absolutely. I'm going
1: to put it up there. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, no, I want to come, come back Beastie, for that. Harvey Fuck go, yeah, I am still waiting on the Ben Affleck. You want me to pull up the booth?
0: No, guys, this is so. You guys don't remember this? Ben Affleck fart picture,
3: and I want to see it. (laughs) I want to see it too.
0: Is Zach the only one who knows pop culture?
3: Yeah, I know pop culture. I'm tuned in to the movement. (laughs) Okay, ask the next one, Miles. Movement. Uh, Megan Fox and MGK. What's up with that? Machine Gun Kelly. Good for them. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. I mean, I (laughs) what I like about
0: it is that I think Megan Fox was also generally horribly treated by the mm. public. Yeah, so definitely. I like that people mm. are coming back. I did also see her at the Met Gala, which was cool. Um, <gasps> Say hi. Yeah, I did. Because we were standing. I have way too many casual Met Gala conversation stories, but of we'll course. save it for another time. Yeah, but um, it does help when you're a man in makeup who's clearly just having a, the blast just walking up to people being like,
2: hi, oh, <laughs> and they're just I like, see. hey. Hi. Um, <laughs> Next time, can you go when you go to the Met Gala? Can you make a video called I went to the Met Gala and mispronounced everyone's name?
3: <laughs> hi, Megan
0: Fox. Hi, Megan. Mool- hey, Megan. Mugen Mool- Fax. Um, no, but like, you know, good good for them. Yeah, I I've I, so, I, I known very little about uh, MGK, so <laughs> you don't need to know I much. think. I just know that he had a feud with Eminem and yeah. like, yeah, good for them. If they're happy. They're happy. Whatever. I was
2: at one of the Black Lives Matter protests last year and he was marching near us.
3: That's cool. So huh. you know, I think he's that was good. Thing. I, he's interesting.
2: I don't know him. I really don't know if I know any of his music, but by his name, I think I wouldn't like it. But then I hear it's not very intense at all. But Machine Gun yeah, Kelly makes I me think it's going to be SNL, hard.
1: And it was less intense than I thought more well, melodic hard,
2: like machine gun kelly that's a pretty intense name
3: <laughs> it's pretty intense i would say um so up next for this one we have a little bit of a we have like you know some info oh my gosh so this
1: is <clears throat> you never saw this so no, first of all this is the i remember this
3: yeah this is the Ben Affleck butt picture. Um, I mean, that's happening.
1: just... You, and so screen they screen. didn't hire somebody to take that? That's just real... I don't know. These are pretty... Salacious. I mean, these are well composed. Yeah, like, look at this. Is it?
3: Are you talking about this one, butt
1: picture? Well, oh, this is the
2: remake that they did. Oh, they did oh, that really? for fun? Yeah. No way. That was recently, I think.
0: No, that was just them, Oh yeah, later on a yeah. boat. <laughs> I,
2: thought, I thought that was them... <laughs> look at that! ...recently having fun and recreating them. Huh. The moment, wow! I love for them.
3: I think this is really fun. All right, give me the next. Okay, so up next, jeez, (laughs) we're gonna react to this TikTok here, and because it's next. (laughs) This next one is about Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. Uh And I have some thoughts, but also here's some thoughts here. Are they an item? Uh, Well, this remains to be seen, but this is sort of some info, Eugene, and I'd love your insight on this. Mm -hmm. Okay, here we go. All
4: right, I've only ever honestly been attracted to like four men in my life, so I do think I'm the one to settle this. This man? He's attractive he's also a complete disaster but he is very attractive to a very specific woman this woman is likely an overachiever of some sort she's probably successful but regardless she's definitely overloaded in some way you never know it though because she pulls it off incredibly well and she also knows what the fuck she's doing when she doesn't she phones an expert so she gets home the last thing she needs is anyone explaining anything that's right her. this man has never said the words you don't understand to a woman before in his life he's fully aware <laughs> of the disaster he is. He doesn't come home from a day of being trash and criticize dinner like he didn't just spend the day being trash. When she has her Damn moments right. where she melts down because life is just fucking hard that way, he just has support, not suggestions. Because he knows what most men don't, that he doesn't fucking know. This man is a disaster. But what makes him hot is that he knows he's a disaster.
3: Thoughts. Huh.
0: Hmm. That's a good take, I think. I feel like it's uh, certainly all uh, supposition. Like, its it, it's not corroborated by any evidence but yeah I think that uh, you know someone tweeted recently that the Pete Davidson machine gun Kelly type is like the manic pixie dream girl for boys
3: yes mm. I think that's true
0: so it's someone seems who seems really wild and mm-hmm. off the beaten path but it's actually very sweet and accessible yeah so and very white at the same time
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: but I think that that's uh, you know one Pete and Kim you yeah. know good for them i think that's funny yeah interesting but Weird. i think there's clearly something like you know pete's probably very sweet or nice or charming to them and You're he's right. also like an attractive person in general so yeah you know whatever good for them i think his story hot.
1: was convincing I think, so I, I think so
0: too i think it makes like, sense mm, that does make sense yeah yeah, you know? yeah. but he did. could also just be like i don't know fucking hot dude that women are attracted to like doesn't he yeah. also
3: have like a Massive peener. Well, now here's the thing about the massive peener. Big dick energy. Probably does. But massive peener doesn't make the boy. No, I'm just saying, but I think all
2: these, wo- <laughs> well, all these women know that he has a massive peener. Do you
3: think that that's really what's going around? I've, yes. <laughs> you think I mean, that everyone's just like, I hear he has a big hog? Miles,
1: I've, I've heard of it. <laughs> from didn't, who? didn't he from coin the, the term... Big dick energy. Or he the was the Internet. source of a he lot of it. He was the source oh, of that yeah. entire idea. The movement. I bet if you type the in. <laughs> the move from I, I bet if photo. you go to Google
2: search right now. Yeah. And you type in type. Pete Davidson. Yeah. Uh-huh. One of the top five suggestion things uh-huh. will be dick, penis related. Some yeah, maybe yeah, be even yeah. peener. Probably not peener.
1: Pete Davidson. I try to use the word peener as much worth, as possible. We got net worth. We got height. We hit it We're again. talking it the, the autocomplete. It. Here we
3: go. Pete Davidson. Height. Girlfriend. Touch. Where's <laughs> the oh. dick? Dang. I was <laughs> wrong.
1: So you're just disgusting. All right. Maybe. No, but well, you, you are. You are somewhere correct for big about dick the conversation. Energy. But I think I think that we might we get some porn. No, no, we won't.
3: Big dick. My boss is telling me to search big
1: dick. Wow. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're a big, <laughs> big
3: dick energy. Dick Make sure you add the energy. energy. Big Googling big dick. Who started saying See, big dick energy? there you go. Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. Wow. Pete Davidson's penis
2: gets most of the credit for putting big dick energy on the map. I would say if a common <laughs> phrase is inspired by a man's peener, mm. that man has a big peener. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. it
0: specifically was a photo that... Ariana Grande is like looking up at him while she has like this lollipop and I think that was the one that really mm-hmm. catapulted the coinage. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but I don't think that's the primary reason women get with
2: him. No, I, I don't think, think it's a, the primary reason. secondary tertiary. I, think <laughs> I think it's in the first five Google search results
3: <laughs> um, and lastly, Eugene, the thought I need your thoughts on just sort of the the Timothy Shalasson's that we're going through right now. Oh, yeah. Blanca Dune. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> I also talked to him, too. <gasps>
0: you did? Yeah. Was he weird? No, he was cool. OK, cool. We also were in the bathroom. So it was like very casual. Timothy cool.
2: Calumet. So nice to meet you. But he was
0: he was. Uh, um, he, I, I think it's I, he's a good actor. So I think so, too. I think that's great. And I like that, Uh, you know, between him and Tom Holland, like there's some talented young. Yep. Young definitely. men doing their thing. Yeah, Are I they, think
1: he has to go down to call it a renaissance. That's a good point. Well, you know, I feel like he's just yeah. been like, you know, oh, he's just been straight up. Are they young or are they just
2: tiny?
3: So some he of, is, some he, of is these men.
0: he is small oh. of frame, um, but he does like spark a certain thing like. Young Leo, you know, yeah, like it's a very like right. kind of like Victorian child. I like that he
3: does look like a Victorian. Yeah, person. can we Google how tall he is? He is, uh, yeah, yeah. Timothy Chalamet on the screen. Are you doing
2: <laughs>
1: No, just do it on your thumbs. Timothy
3: Chalamet height, he's, six he's- one. No, he's not. He's five nine what? to six one. No, no he that's was, a big
1: range. That's he was probably me.
2: That's that's I, uh, a classic actors making put lies yeah. on the internet saying they're taller. So than he's there. five nine
3: and I've said this before, but I'd like uh, to please. see him pack on thirty LBs of muscle. Just neck have a thick neck. Uh, I mean, just the, just on the neck. Yeah, right. I don't I think, do I, think I like and to shoulders, see that. neck and shoulders. I, this, that. I just
1: would It'd like to see
3: him be unbelievably yoked. He'll, I like him. I think actors will probably do that
0: once they hit like thirty five, right? Exactly, but no.
3: Go so for him. my really
0: good, really good movies. Yeah, I think so too. You ask me a Squid Game. Wasn't that one of them? Squid Game. Yeah. What about it? Mm. I have so many, so many thoughts about Squid Game. Same. Name the main character's name.
3: Yeah, that's. Not, I'm. I'm so sorry. tested contestant. Four. Four, four, five, five, six. Six. Three, six.
2: four. Five. Six. Name
0: any of the characters' names.
2: Tested number
3: Game one. Gamboo. <laughs> <laughs> Not Game a boo. character's name at all.
0: Isn't Game that, boo? that's something that mm. I'm still fascinated by, yeah, which no, is we read the subtitles mm-hmm. and we actually are constantly reading their names. And yet the only character most people know in the Western world is Ali. They'll be like, Oh, Ali. And then, yeah. right. or Ali. the girl or hot cop or Shos- the main dude. Shosun. Right. And there's something Wasn't in particular Shosun, about, names? about Korean names that people still don't, they won't register it. And it's yeah, so interesting. interesting to me. And it mm. kind of harkened back to like, you know, the fact that all my, you know, Korean relatives, my mother and stuff, they, my mother's name is Min Young. She goes by mm-hmm. Min. Father's name is Jae Hong, right. She he goes by Jay. So it's like, and some of them just have American names. And I always wondered, oh, why would you do that? And the, the, my mom was always like, cause no one's gonna remember Min Young. And I was like, it's so easy to remember. Yeah, right. It's two syllables, but something about the hyphen throws people
3: off. Yeah, I think so. Often I worry that I'm gonna mispronounce it. And so I'm like, Oh, you know, yeah,
0: no, but I, th- that was one big thing, but watching it even like oh, with really. Matt was a totally different experience for me, right? Even as a Korean American, cause I'm not mm-hmm. from Korea, mm-hmm. but I'm very Korean culturally. So there were small like details that were very particular that I know there are a lot of like think piece videos and articles about it. Sure. Um, and I don't think the translation was terrible. Yeah. It was just like, it's the, it's the problem with translating any language or culture into English is really difficult. Um, but yeah, I thought it was really interesting because I was I had a lot of different takeaways after episodes.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean the American actors were so egregiously horrible. I, I comically bad. It felt like a choice. Yeah, like I'm wondering yeah. were those just actors that were in Korea when they were casting it, and there's not that many like white actors like that that are older.
0: It could have been a combination. I feel like because a lot of it was also the writing that it was a choice. <laughs> yeah, because they were like campish campishly villainous. it was written
3: the whole the rest of it was written so well it was so, like oh, oh <laughs> yeah. <six to> nine. <laughs> well, that's
0: my number for reasons <laughs> where's my cigar and my wine and whiskey and the butt where's the butt boy i'm an
2: imperialist i never uh, thought like this is such bad acting i just thought this is re- Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. it I it didn't translate to me as bad acting because it seemed like it was purposefully ridiculous. I I, yeah.
0: I I ended up taking it better just because I was looking at it in the full context mm-hmm. of the show. Mm-hmm. Um but it's also because the core acting is so good. You're right, exactly. That, like, of course. That you get flipped. But it's it's interesting. I, I watch so many like I watch all most of the Netflix like East Asian shows. I we watched Alice in Borderland, mm-hmm. we watched uh Kingdom, I watched the previous or the um the new my name, K Drama, which is really good. Yeah. The Zombie. Kingdom. Kingdom. Is yeah. Cool? yeah. So it's interesting because they're all really great. And when I watched Squid Game, I watched it like the first two days after it came out. And then I didn't talk about because I was like, no one's going to talk about it. No one talked to me about the other K dramas that came out. I know it's no- Eugene just
2: texts Becky and <laughs> I because we're the <laughs> I'm like, <ones> who watch <laughs> will, this. We'll watch it because we so really was like, thousand
3: Everyone was really surprised when it did super yeah. well. It was number one in ninety countries. Or and the, yeah, that's uh, most, almost all of them. We'll most watching I was history. just like, so I think that was also why it was fun to watch because it was like, <laughs> uh, one, it's just about how like. Capitalism's a nightmare, but then also it's just that everyone in the world was watching it. It was so cool. I think it yeah. hit the, the It's like Pokemon
2: Go. Yeah. 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 It hit the capitalism <laughs> nerve. Just
3: like the capitalism nerve
0: was for sure there. But I also think that I mean, we've seen mm-hmm. many survival dramas, like yeah. mm-hmm. from Battle Royale mm-hmm. all the way up to the the Renaissance in the early two thousands of Hunger Games and yeah. Maze Runner, etc. But I think this the part of this was also the design. It was yeah. what grabbed people. Mm-hmm. Oh
2: yeah. It was visually beautiful. It wasn't and wild. Yeah.
0: It was dystopian mentally, but it was like not physically. It like was pop art. Yeah. It was pop art. It was yeah. cartoonish. And it in was. ways I think that really spoke to especially like this
2: generation's like the tastes. Mm-hmm. It was very brightly colored, which I think made it more Sick in the end. Don't you just want to go to a place with so many staircases and just run around? <laughs> oh, that was my favorite set.
1: Yeah, I was like, I want all well, the doors that open in. to nowhere. Where do you? Uh, how do you get from that staircase to here? I can't wait to find well, out. We so have cool. our Squid Games in real life video coming out yeah. Saturday. Yeah, Keith is a giant robot girl. I'm the robot girl.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> thought you looked like Nigel Thornberry <laughs>
2: from The Wild Thornberrys <laughs> I, I think the mustache, the, think the is mustache is throws terrifying. off the look. Well, it's the mustache, and hard. I saw the
0: orange, so I just like kind of. Tr- I was like, who does? You remind me of right now. You would make a great Nigel Thornberry.
2: I can't do the voice though. Ned oh, would be better nah, 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 for the voice if nah, he nah, was familiar nah, with the cartoon. Nah. <laughs> uh,
1: only vaguely. Oh, he wasn't a Nicktoon boy. Yeah, is yeah. that Dora the Explorer's dad? No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. But you
2: know, <laughs> could be some similarities. <laughs> Anyway, uh, <laughs> well, everyone go look up the it. characters' names. Natural <laughs>
3: Thornberry! <laughs> Is
2: that perfect? Not the worst, not actually. The worst, it's perfect. kind of
0: similar to your tone. And, but, yeah. you
2: know, maybe uh, some of our listeners need some advice. Maybe it could be related to impressions, but probably not. And, you know, we got a good old advice giver here. It's Miles. Advice will go for Miles with Miles.
3: It's Welcome back, Eugene. This one's going to be fucking piece. huge. It's
2: you waited until now to start eating? Form. That thing has been there, the only segment in. for so long.
1: And now, <laughs> you have one job. Now you're eating. Now you're Just eating a little more. <laughs> have you guys seen that SNL guy that does these questions? Which guy? James go Austin Johnson. Oh, he's amazing. Oh, he's, nice. really he's really nice. good. He really okay, good.
3: here we go. Nice. All right, shut the fuck up. What's up, Miles Nation? How y'all doing tonight? Woo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Applause. Have you ever wanted to? Relax. Yeah. yeah, are you going to talk about a float tank? Yeah. Have you ever wanted to go to the mall? But the mall, <laughs>
1: <laughs> the
3: mall is made of meat.
1: I'm sorry, of what? Meat.
3: The mall is made of meat.
1: Uh-huh. That's never happened. And mayo,
3: do. and pickle, mm-hmm. and pizza, and cold, cold beer, colder than you've ever tasted. Mm. Oh, you're talking about. I, that. that that italy restaurant
2: the italy store shop right
3: have you ever wanted to go to another land
1: yeah it's gonna be about italy experience
3: the cuisine of rice (laughs) Mm.
1: oh that was a twist and sushi oh boy Um. and
3: watermelon and candies Mm. and you want to walk from one culture to the next
1: Oh, I was talking about Epcot
3: with the, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> or just like your general downtown like bazaar that has mm-hmm. all the different restaurants.
3: What if I could told you? <laughs> what if I could told you that <laughs> it's your
0: advice to walk down the street?
3: <laughs> what if I could
2: told you go that- to a city. go to a city and walk down the street? In, go to a what city. If I could told you that uh-huh. you
3: can do all that from the comfort of your own store.
2: <laughs> the grocery store. Are you tell us to go to a grocery store because that
1: is believably
3: sometimes
2: I never been little.
1: down to the, the aisle that
3: has sometimes I'll go the- on a staycation mm-hmm. and my local grocery store wow oh God. and i'm asking for you to go don't have an agenda ned i know ned's gonna go with an agenda go <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah i feel that too, too. he's yeah. gonna be like i need this and this and this go with a
1: list even don't um, even
3: go with a list because if you have a list you're a chump and if you go with
1: <laughs> that <laughs> no you're not
3: <laughs> so my advice to you is After you've done your shopping, maybe a day later, two days later, full fridge stocked, everything at home is going... You don't even need anything. (laughs) You don't need anything. (laughs) Go to the grocery store. Go to the grocery store and just peruse the culture.
1: Just walk around, see. <laughs> just walk the one aisle that they put all of the international foods in all together. Well, yeah, like you can walk if any aisle. what I'm saying. Together. You can go to the deli. You can say
3: whatever. But make sure it's a fancy grocery store. Okay, that's a big difference. <clears throat> but I'll say that any grocery store will do, but a fancy grocery so store is... So it is like, about Italy. It's about going to a grocery <laughs> store and just saying, wow, look at all that food.
2: Okay, I got something <laughs> for you, Miles. Right. You live on the east side. Uh-huh. I get it. I want you to drive further east. And go one of, the, one of the one, one of the further east H Marts. Yeah. Oh, H-mart, I love H Mart. The mm-hmm. ones out there, though, have full food courts. Oh, that's fucking baller. With like probably eight different vendors. I'm not even exaggerating. So cool. And there's like Korean barbecue. There's soups. There's pastries. Mm. There's desserts. Like it is amazing. Yeah. Uh, just it. just for the food court.
3: I love the yeah a I common
0: a common joke amongst Asian Americans is why do we keep telling white people about Asian <laughs> grocery yeah, stores you shouldn't because They've they're discovered amazing them. <laughs> so good and the the trick is the produce is the same but it's way cheaper way cheaper yeah. and they
2: have way more varieties of mushrooms yeah and oh, way they have more
3: have mushrooms 12 types of mushrooms wow. minimum and you can get like that sometimes on a blue moon you can get what that shit at whole foods but it's like fucking 20 bucks
2: oh it's so expensive and cabbages
3: yeah mm-hmm. Did i do look- know there's
2: multiple blank choice we have bok choy right
3: yeah yeah there's
2: like 30. there's different choice uh-huh there's sun choy there's some other choy i
0: think because bok choy is a word oh. in chinese i might be totally wrong but i think it's something very general yeah so oh. i think that it's not like i think it's just something so general that there are easily different varieties bok
1: choy knock choy rock choy sl- rock choy and rock roy choy. And, and roy choy <laughs>
2: what's North up choy? rock
3: choy
0: i would say uh the one place i do Mm. That naturally in any grocery store, even with a list is the ice cream aisle. Yeah. Do you, I, maybe this is everyone, but mm-hmm. once you get all your stuff and then your thought process goes, mm-hmm. maybe Yeah. I should treat should myself to frozen. ice cream.
2: There's, there is the and I, I d- deserve a reward. And, <laughs> and then <Yeah>. I, <laughs> and
0: then that's where I finish all my groceries within, you know, 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I'll stand in front of the ice cream yeah. for like a good 30 minutes, mm-hmm. just yeah. staring at the varieties and then going like, oh. What's that brand? Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe I should get Halo Top because that's like less calories. Mm -hmm. No, I don't. I don't want to eat that. that. I'm eating this for less calories. You know, Miles, and then I leave with no
1: ice cream. uh, Yeah, I think this is okay advice. Hey, this this is good advice. I say you kind of said it in a weird way, (laughs) as per usual. Yeah, but like. You go to the grocery store with the list, you're doing a chore. Chump. Not, you know, chump. <laughs> you know, you have to... <laughs> on, you have either. to... <laughs> member of society. You have to do it. your chores sometimes. <laughs> Cheap. But <laughs> if you go to a grocery store with an open mind, maybe even an empty stomach, which that can be dangerous. Dangerous. But, dangerous. Yeah. You know, treat the grocery store experience as a way to get inspiration about what potentially you should cook. I do that all the time. I typically, you know
2: even this like normally if it was going to be a weekend and people might come over I'll be like why don't we share have dinner I'm like well let's just go to the store see what's on sale and let's let sl- let inspiration
1: you. will happen yeah. agreed I mean you have to know what you're doing you right, can't yeah. like buy a bunch of random stuff and expect Not, to turn it into a meal no, you
2: typically you go get a pro- hero right. protein yep. and design the dish the rest of the dish around mm-hmm. that. I like
3: that yeah, yeah. and Whether. I'll say that Same. I think I'm going to the grocery store a little dehydrated because I'm always in the fruit section looking for the wateriest fruits <laughs> <laughs> You should like, drink, Oh, what about a, a watermelon? <laughs> or a grocery maybe. stores make you <laughs> yeah.
1: Maybe you're.
0: Maybe you're just generally dehydrated. I think I yeah, Miles yeah. pisses. Yeah. Cold brew does not hydrate color. you. <laughs> just like that delicious egg yolk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got hor- horny piss. You missed our egg conversation. Yeah.
1: Oh shit. Or you might not have because it might be in the afterpod. Well, we're gonna keep talking about eggs mm-hmm. on the afterpod. Yeah. Uh, join our community at. Patreon.com slash guys. You can become a Triceratops today, support the show, and get an access to one extra podcast a week. Mm-hmm.
2: Plus, this winter, you're going to get a behind-the-scenes series about Without a Recipe. There's lots of extra bonus content coming through there, so lots of cool stuff to see. Mm-hmm. Cool mm-hmm. stuff to hear. Yeah, if you've met
1: Jake on the Discord, our new Patreon creative associate is <laughs> making, uh, making stuff for you. On Patreon. Mm-hmm. And I will be joining again next week. Yeah, yeah for our, our special
0: Colonizers episode.
3: Ooh. Thanksgiving Alert.
2: Ha ha. <laughs> <But>, uh, <well, laughs> Keith, hit us with the official tripod
0: theme song. Well, Keith, hit us with the official <laughs> tripod. Well, you can't empty yourself up. <laughs> Keith, <laughs> T- yourself someone up. will do it for you. Yeah, let me do it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Well, Keith, hit us with that official tripod theme song
2: i'm gonna rent a boat with my honey i'm gonna call the people with the photo camera i'm gonna put my hand on her booty and then i'm gonna be in the papers mama this is the tripod
1: until next time stay beautiful